Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And we're the hosts of the Anxiety Chicks podcast, where we dive deep into the reality of anxiety, nutrition, and mental health. Listen as we explore all things anxiety healing while keeping it real, including our own struggles with mental health. We'll bring our expertise as healing professionals to the conversation while discussing the tools and strategies you need to heal the anxious mind. Listen to the Anxiety Chicks on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepanera. And I'm Taylor. And we're excited to be back with you guys this week. And Taylor, I'm excited to be back here with you. I've missed you. I know. I've missed you. I was like thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I feel like our schedules have just, summer is always like this to us. I know. But I feel like when we get into like the fall and the holidays, we're like, boom, boom, boom. Oh my gosh, totally. I feel like that's a lot for a lot of people though. Um, You know, we have a lot of listeners that are in education, which I love. And so a lot of educators, they use this time, which they should, they deserve it. Um, And, you know, kids aren't in school. It's like different schedules, all this stuff. So it happens. But I'm I'm looking forward to fall i'm i'm actually oh, i'm such yes. a summer person but i can't wait for fall are you looking oh, forward to it i love fall you don't Do live you? in texas mm. we have wait, triple digits true. on the reg that's true actually i you're right you're right depending on where you are um in the world or the country it could be could be summer. or if you're in australia i think it's winter right now so it could be really cold <laughs> yeah. uh, but i'm so excited to be back here with you why don't you feel everyone in on what's been going on with you. Cause I know we've been texting a little bit and there was, um, you know, you guys know that we share everything about our lives with you, you all. And, um, Taylor kind of shared something with me that was seemed pretty scary to me and I don't know all about it yet. So I wanted to save it for the pod to see if she would be okay talking about it. And you said you would. So, um, just fill everyone in on what's been going on. First off, I would like to say, I do not want to go to the ER one more time this year or next year, I have done my visits. And the funny thing is, is they weren't panic attack visits. Like this is like real stuff. Remember when I had that thing in November? Yes. And I, yeah. And then here we are. And so basically all in all, I had a kidney infection and a lot of people, when I posted it on my story, were like scared. They were like, how'd you get it? Blah, blah, blah. And so nine years ago, I had one really bad that I was in the hospital for. Oh, I think really? some people can just be prone to them. I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I play a lot of pickleball (laughs) and I had this water bottle that really kept me accountable for drinking water. And I think that my body just needs water and electrolytes. Like I really drink a lot of water and I lost it or someone stole it. I can't remember what happened. And I remember for two weeks being like, I'm not drinking enough water. Like I would go to bed at night and like when I'd get in bed, I'd be like, oh, I did it again. Like I didn't, I really didn't drink water at all. And then you're like sweating, you know, playing sports and stuff. And my dad had a lot of kidney stones too. Like he's Mm. dealt with that stuff. And so um, basically just after about like two weeks, uh, I started getting just really bad back pain. At first I was like, oh, I think I did something. And then it was just like 10 out of 10 pain. So I went to the ER and they were like, oh, here, just go home. Probably a UTI. They were like, here's a, here's a antibiotic to start when you get home. Yeah. Which is what I thought. I thought when you had texted me, I was like, oh my gosh, because my mom actually just had a bladder infection and UTI and I thought they were all connected. I didn't know. Right. Well, that's usually where it begins and then it can go to the kidneys. Okay. Okay. But I was like, God, you know, like I didn't have any like bad symptoms or anything. That's weird. And so I leave with that prescription. I start the antibiotic, which I freaking hate antibiotics. I, this year has really tested me. Yeah. Um, I start it though. And I I just got to say, I love the like strength you build once you go through hard things. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just like, everything becomes so much easier. Like they were giving me pain meds through an IV. Never thought I would do that. Like what? Wow. I was just like, I know. I Well, it was Tylenol, but. <laughs> Did you ever have to do that before with the IV? Uh, t- nine years ago, but I didn't like have anxiety then. Like I didn't oh, have okay. panic or whatever health anxiety then. Like I was like super calm in the ER. I was like very proud of myself. Um, but basically I get home and I'm like, man, this is not right. And I had a, I had a guy doctor and sometimes I feel like men just like don't listen to women. And so yeah. I called back and I was like, Hey, I know a lot. Like, I feel like, and it's sad once again, like really advocate for yourselves. Um, I know my body and I called and I was like, Hey, this pain is like really bad. And she was like, well, did you take the Tylenol? And I was like, ma'am, I took the antibiotic. I'm so nauseous. I can't eat anything. So I'm not going to put Tylenol in my body on top of an empty stomach on top of just taking an antibiotic. 100%. I mean, I would have projectiled. 100%. 100%. But wait, were you, this was when you were out of the hospital, they sent you home? This is when they sent me home with, and said it was UTI. Okay. And the antibiotic they give you, they gave you was for UTI. It wasn't just Tylenol or they told you to take Tylenol on top of that? Tylenol on top of that to help the pain. Right, right. And I was like, I was, I've had a UTI before and I didn't have this kind of pain. Like this was like in my kidney pain. And so, uh, um, she was like, just take the Tylenol. And from having a kidney infection, I know that if you start developing a fever or start having chills, it's in oh, your kidneys. Right. Yeah. So yeah, why yeah. would I okay. take Tylenol to possibly mask those symptoms? Because I know with a kidney infection, you got to treat it in the hospital. And it's a different so, type of that infection different would type be a of different treatment. type of antibiotic. Yep. Oh, okay. So the okay. antibiotic I was on, Macrobid, I looked it up. It can't even reach the kidneys. Oh my gosh. So I'm in 10 out of 10 pain. I called back and she was like, just take the Tylenol. And in my head, I was like, you know what? Forget this. And I I drove back there. I'm sure when I walked in, they were like, seriously. Um, and I walked you. in. Good for I you. Though. In and I was like, I was like, listen, this is 10 out of 10. Like truly worse pain than I had in that November with that thing. Oh, right. And so I 
uh, like worse like, pain than that worse pain like i was like i was like a drug addict allison like i couldn't sit still i couldn't get comfortable it was like i was like fiending oh like i was like I, this sounds so crazy but i started just like taking my clothes off to find relief it's so weird no, i was like what am i even so doing oh, um and did, so can i ask you a question though yeah did it reminisce anything that happened when you had it before like in your mind were you like wow this yeah, feels I was like, like i was like Okay, so then somebody, I want to take a pause real quick in this story because someone messaged me and they were like, this is why I fear not taking my symptoms seriously every time. And let me say, and someone else said this in the uh, messages too, the difference between anxiety symptoms and something really happening is you're not having anxious thoughts. I was not anxious or worried. I was like in severe, dire need of help. Yeah. No, you're having you like know. there's physical pain. Yes. There's, there's like a yeah, physical you can have, pain happening. You can have physical pain and physical symptoms with anxiety. But mm-hmm. you know when you have them, you're just like, oh no, I feel scared. Like you're like, oh mm-hmm. no, this feels bad. And you have time to like obsessively think about it. When a real emergency is happening, you're you're literally just like, get me help now. Totally. Like there's no right. thinking. Like I don't worrying, care what, what you if. do, just make it I go away. Yes. Right. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I and know I posted mean. that and someone was like, wow, that actually like really helps. Because if you think about every time you've had a panic attack, you're overthinking it. You're thinking, what if, what if you're Googling, you're like, I didn't have time to Google. I wasn't doing anything. I was just like, get me the help. So then yep. I go back yep. in and they're like, uh, okay, you know, you sound pretty serious. Uh, we're going to do blood work. Uh, CT scan and urine culture. And so they did all of that. And he comes in, he goes, wow, you've got a great diagnostic ability in within you. And I'm like, no crap. The same like, doctor, by the way. Did you get the same, same doctor? doctor? Same, oh same doctor. Same doctor. So I end up needing IV antibiotics, which if I didn't get that, who knows what would have happened? Um, because it, because kidney infections are very serious. Yes. They really are. Yes. And I want anybody especially women to advocate for themselves. If you ever feel just 10 out of 10 back pain in the upper area of your back and the flank area and the sides, um, advocate for yourself because you can wipe it out pretty fast if you get a control of it, but it can also go to your blood, which is where things get very, very serious. And so I was just like, you know, as women, especially with male doctors, we, we really should advocate for ourselves more when it comes to like female um, issues because I think people get written off with UTIs a lot and you just want to make sure if you're having that kind of back pain to take care of yourself. And I don't want this to scare anybody because kidney infections, they sound serious, but if you get help right away, you're fine. Yeah. Like it's when it, it's when you let it go for like a while. And, and what are some of the preventative things, too? You were talking about water before. Isn't it so yeah, important to drink yeah. a lot so of water? Well, I mean, there's people who, like, have, like, trained their bodies to not drink a lot of water, right? So, like, our urine filters through our kidneys. And so, if you're holding your bladder – so, I was playing pickleball for, like, four hours, right? And I wasn't peeing once. So, my body might be different than someone else's. And that kind of hold-up bacteria in my kidneys might just lead to an infection for me. Yeah. I just might be like me or, or, or a kidney stone. I could have had a little stone that led to an infection. I don't know. But, yeah. and I think that once you've had a kidney infection, you can be more prone to them. Yeah. I've heard. Okay. So kind of like with UTIs, like, you know, you always have a friend who has like a, she gets reoccurring UTIs. It's just the way her anatomy is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things and I'm feeling a lot better, but 
I was telling Allison with owning your own company, it's so difficult. I'm like, I just went through this ER crap in November. Like, I know. Like, I just, I can't. You can't keep taking weeks off of work. No, but 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 what are you supposed to do? I know. Like, this isn't your, this is not. (laughs) In in those moments, there was no, you could have probably told me like, hey, uh, I'm removing you from the pod. And I would have been like, okay, I'm deleting your Instagram. Okay. (laughs) No, seriously. When you're in that kind of pain, you're you're like, I'll lose everything. I don't, yeah. Like, just take it away. (laughs) Totally. It really goes to show you what truly matters in life you know like mm-hmm. your health is so important it's yeah oh yeah and and i think that um this is always why we want to tell our stories on here because i think yeah. there are too many people that get the messaging from society which we all have been there that you know you can't, you have to like bounce back from things, whether it's physical mm-hmm. things or mental health, like there's a time limit on it, right? Like the biggest thing that I have a part issue with in our country is the fact that they give you a time limit for like grief. You get like two days off if your mom died or like three days off if your dad yeah. died, you know, at like a company. Right. <laughs> they literally <laughs> say, oh yeah, it was your immediate mom or dad. You get a week. If it's an aunt, you get three days. Like, it's just so weird how in corporate America, that's literally what they do when someone dies. It's so weird. Um, But, you know, it's also the same parameters with like a physical thing, right? Like you think about, think about um, women when you have kids and like the trauma that a woman goes through with labor. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yep, you get three months. You don't get paid though, but you will give you some three months. And then it's like, you know, to take care of, you know, to basically not sleep at all. And, and then at three months, you know, oh, is the three months the magic number that your baby's just perfect now? Oh my gosh. It gets like worse and worse. It's just so crazy. And so I think, you know, there's nothing really little me or you can actually do to change all those laws. But I mean, what you can do is really advocate for yourself and recognize that, you know, if something is, you know, take those mental health days, take those, you know, sick days you need a lot. So many people Mm -hmm. don't take their days, Um, you know, let yourself rest, allow yourself on weekends to say no to things and set your boundaries like I was telling Taylor part of this whole thing. I felt so horrible that I, when you were texting me and I was just like, oh my gosh, what happened? And I was thinking about the thing that happened to you in the fall. I'm like, wait, again, what happened? Like, I was just I like, know. this girl cannot I'm like, get, gonna think I'm cra- Allison's going to think I'm crazy. I was well, like, she's going to think I'm falling apart. <laughs> no, I actually was like, my health anxiety was now getting bad, not for me, but for you. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, I'm worried about you. Like I was worried about you now. I'm like, what is going on? And I mean, you are so good with advocating for yourself and you're obviously know about nutrition and your diet and stuff. But, um, you know, part like of all this is I like, want people to get from this is to like, just truly advocate for yourself. Like you're not crazy. Like go back in, like, trust me, they looked at me funny when I walked back in there. They're like, ma'am, you were just here. Well, the and other I was thing, like, go ahead. I was like, nope, something's not right. Right. 100%. Well, that, but also what I was going to say was, when I had asked you about like the podcast and stuff, you almost kind of like minimized, I think, how it was. And I was just like, okay, like you're like, I'll get the pot up and all this stuff. And I'm like, and then I'm like asking you da- like a couple of days later and I'm just like, listen, you need to tell me when like <laughs> something is really like, are you okay? Like, 
you still need it like some time. <laughs> yeah. So you need to say, you need to ask people for help. I'm saying yeah, you yeah. and other people listening, please don't be afraid to ask for help. And when yeah. you're having moments mentally or physically, you know, don't be afraid to ask people for help and say like, you know, I can't do this today or can you help with this because I can't. Yeah. I feel like that's a huge piece of this, you know? You're so good at that. You're so good at like communicating your thoughts or like needs. Well, if we're still doing this when you're 43, <laughs> I think that you'll probably be exactly Okay, wait, you're not 43. You just turned 40. No, I'm just trying to That is so insane. You're this, this July. Like, I remember you just turned 40. I know. I know. What the frick? I, 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 I blame you're that so on young. I feel like, I feel like, you know, you think of like, you hear like 43 and you're like, you know, and you're like 20, you're like, oh, that's like a lot older. You're so young. Like oh, your personality so is so young. You're cute. I know. I think I get that from my Do mom. you feel young? Like, do you oh feel like gosh. you're still 20? Yes. I feel like I'm 25 all the I time. Wait, Except I love when I'm that. hungover because I feel like <laughs> I'm like 80, um, which doesn't happen as much anymore. But, <laughs> but I love I think that gives people hope though, because I think a lot of people are like, scared to get older listen it's it's an unknown of what happens as we you know actually get old old right and then we're not here anymore but i think that's why people are afraid of it yeah because of that but i will say you are still young you know like you're learning so much about yourself and i think i was completely you know i have been where you are and like you're way more wise than i am at your age but still i learned so much about it's called that. trauma <laughs> I learned, yeah. But I probably learned the most about like communication and like talking about my feelings when I was 30. Yeah. And then like, as I got older, that's what a lot of doing people that. say, like their thirties are like where they learn to like advocate or like express their needs without yeah. feeling like, yeah. Yeah. You start just not giving a crap what people think. And so you're just like, <laughs> I don't even care. And you're like, I need help. I'm like, now I'm like, someone help me please all the time. I don't even care if it's a stranger. I'm like, can you help me? Thanks. Like, <laughs> um, but we're so glad you're okay. Yay. Yes. And you updated I'm us. I'm here. Let's just literally, fingers crossed, for no more health, wellness yeah. for you, especially, you know, one step at a time, but you know what I mean? Mm hmm. Um, okay. Well, let's get into our actual topic for today. <laughs> Shall we? You guys yes. stuck with us after 15 minutes now. We love you. Um, Okay, well, we haven't done an update in so long, so no one no one leave a bad review. <laughs> no, that's true. Yes. And if you haven't left a review and you like us, can you please leave a review? We've we have some really good ones. I like it, but we just haven't had one in a while. Yeah. Um and we really just it just it really pushes our pod out there and gets our voice to other people who might appreciate learning about anxiety healing and stuff. So um okay. So today we're doing you know, we've been doing our Q&As, if you guys have listened to that. Um, so we we actually got a question, though, that I really liked and I thought would be such a good topic just for today. So we're kind of going to leave it to one question for today. Um, <laughs> Taylor was calling it like a Dear Abby. Do you, I don't know if anyone remembers Dear well, Abby. I didn't even know what that is. <laughs> um, I know. I was going to say it's so old. Or like, or like Dr. Laura. Do you know who Dr. Laura is? No. She's like this like 80-year-old psychologist on Sirius Radio who is so old school. She used to have a show like this too um, oh. back in the day on the actual radio when people listened to the radio. So... Okay, I'm gonna read the I'm gonna read the topic and then we'll kind of answer together and hopefully it'll help help a bunch of people. Okay. 
Hi there. I'm a new listener and I'm enjoying the episode so far. Thank you. Your podcast definitely makes me feel less alone. My question is, how do you deal with a partner who doesn't understand anxiety and isn't very supportive because of that? I'm 44, and as I age, I feel my anxiety getting worse. When I try to talk to him about it, he's dismissive, insensitive, and thinks I'm overreacting. It makes me feel like I can't talk to him about it. Of course, because... With the busy fall season just around the corner, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. As a dietitian, you know I love when things are dietitian-approved. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy to end your summer goals to cook? Want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon cheddar egg bites, and potato bacon egg breakfast skillet. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverages like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions – source 100% renewable electricity from our production sites, offices, and feature sustainable sourced seafood in our meals. This August, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash anxietychicks50 and use code anxietychicks50 to get 50% off. That's code anxietychicks50 at factormeals.com slash anxietychicks50 to get 50% off. Because I feel judged. Okay. So first of all, when I hear that makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because obviously this person is just looking to be heard. And Mm -hmm. like all of us, anyone who's listening to this um, just wants to feel heard and feel seen with their emotions. And especially when they're anxious, they don't want to feel like they're a burden because that's something that gives us even more anxiety. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So wait, why does it make you feel sad though? Say more about that. Because... Because it just makes me feel like there's something else, like in something in the relationship that could even be contributing to the anxiety. Like, it sounds like if someone isn't caring about you being anxious or sad, like that's how do you like look at someone you love and they're clearly expressing a really hard time and you just don't have any emotion for it? Totally. Do you know what I mean? I think you and just. I feel like I so feel like well. a lot of people go through that. Like I feel like a lot. I think there's a lot of people who are in relationships 
and marriages, especially in today's society. And I feel like experiencing extreme anxiety. And sometimes one of the main triggers is at home. Totally. And relationships. I'm I'm not like assuming this about this relationship. I'm just saying like, that's another layer of anxiety of someone acting that way towards you. 100%. That makes you feel like you have to hide everything about yourself. Or like you can't even be yourself because- Can't even be yourself. Not that it defines you, but it might be part of you. It might be something you struggle with and like you're supposed to just- you find yourself, oh, I can't act that way. I can't think that way. I can't can't show that. He'll get mad. Like- Yeah. I don't know. No, totally. And so like- her question was, how do you deal with a partner who doesn't understand anxiety and isn't very supportive because of that? Like, like that question is very difficult because it's very difficult. It's almost as if part of me. Yeah. She's trying, she, she wants to know how to be more accommodating to her partner and she wants to put in the effort to make him feel comfortable, comfortable when she actually needs some nurturing. Right. Like that, that question, like that truly makes me sad. It's like her not even recognizing that it's like, I don't know. I, so many of, so much of this, you you just hear so much about this. And I feel like it's like women who find themselves bending over and bending over for just a little bit of respect. And it's like accommodating at all needs. And when you start doing that, you find yourself letting all your boundaries go and letting anything flow anything's allowed and they can treat you you show people how they can treat you Mm -hmm. which is really hard when you're someone who struggles with anxiety because you don't want problems you don't want to upset people but if somebody is giving you disrespect for especially for having a mental health issue 100 percent don't you don't allow that i will not allow you to treat me this way and then actually like following through with not allowing them okay they might get mad they might be like forget you and if they say forget you then that's your boundary that they're not willing to respect yeah but i mean it it being your husband that's another layer that's really hard but like we treat, we show people how, or we, we show people how they can treat us. That, that's yeah. really it. Like we show people what is allowed. And if we allow this, that, 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 you think it's going to stop? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, no, they're going to they're going to keep thinking that that's OK, because you you bend over backwards left and right all the time. And they think that they can just r- treat people however they want, especially someone who's allowing it. Well, it's not I, your fault for allowing it. 
No, no, no. And what I was actually just going to say, which is probably where a huge breakdown is with this couple is communication, which you and I were talking about just a couple minutes ago, right? Like the communication piece is huge when it comes to relationships. And when I say communication, I mean, I don't mean like, like him, you know, saying you're annoying, get away from me. Like, no, that's not healthy. We're talking about like healthy communication is maybe him being able to say something like, you know, um, is something like, what is, what is really happening? I, I feel like maybe, I'm anxious too when I'm around yeah. you because you're maybe there's something anxious going on with you. And I, I want to make, I want to see if we can like figure it out together, you know, or, or I get annoyed or upset because I see you anxious and I don't know how to help it. Yeah. What yeah. can we do to get you help? I can't help you, but what can we do to help you? Who can we get to help you? Because right. your husband can't be your healer or your helper, your husband or wife. They can't be your you you also can't spend your whole life like month after month after month dropping all of your anxiety on someone that's yeah. also like that that will tear someone down but having a partner that's willing to be like let's go get you the help you need i can't do it fully but i'm here for you but let's go find you a therapist who you can tell these anxious thoughts to yeah. or let's find you a community where you can like talk to these people i'll be right here but i'm also not your brain dump you and no one should you should never be dependent on any one thing to heal you right right? whether it's a person whether it's like a coping skill whether it's a therapist whether it's you know another thing in your healing toolkit there it shouldn't Mm -hmm. just be like whether it's medication like it shouldn't be one specific thing you're always dependent on thinking that that's going to make you feel better Mm -hmm. so especially a person support systems are so important but yeah it shouldn't be but when it comes to communication too, I think that this this woman, it seems like it's probably really hard for her to express herself to this person if she's feeling so dismissed by them. Like who wants mm-hmm. to be open with someone who is constantly shutting them down or saying you're a burden or you're annoying, like right. and this person's really insensitive. And honestly, I think that there probably needs to be some help for both of you in this situation, right? Like it doesn't seem like either of you are communicating in a healthy way. So I don't know if, you know, your partner would be open to going to couples counseling, like doing that together. That could be something that would be really healthy. Um, And maybe even because it sounds like he probably needs to learn a little bit more about it. I mean, that's really what it is. People that people that treat other people like that because of mental health, it's like, it's almost like they don't have education about it. Don't you know what this, you know, like, don't you know what this means? Do do you know what it is that I experience or do you just not have empathy? I don't know. Um, But, you know, I think what would be maybe helpful for this woman initially is to start understanding more about her own anxiety, maybe seeing a therapist on her own and just understanding herself Mm -hmm. and how to express feelings, how to, understand her emotions. I think it's amazing that she's listening to us because it sounds like she's gaining awareness of herself. So, so proud of you. Um, and, and really recognizing also, you know, if, if this person that you're with is someone that doesn't make you feel safe that when you're with them. And what I mean is makes you feel like you're not judged, makes you feel like you can be vulnerable, um, with your emotions and, and nothing is wrong with you and that you can really just 
have a space and hold space. This person can hold space with these emotions with you, which it doesn't sound like he can. Um, maybe he can learn. But if he's not doing that right now, that's really what I think needs to change with the dynamic is that you need to you need someone that you can feel safe with when these really yeah. scary emotions happen and these scary thoughts happen. I mean, if we could just like not have anxiety, don't you think we would? I mean, I don't want to be right. the, I would love to not. I've learned to love every part of me. That's a huge part of this, too. I would say to if this woman is listening, right, like learning to love yourself and work on self-love and really um, all of that stuff. But also acknowledge, you know, if you could just like stop the thoughts that you have and stop all of this, you wouldn't a second. I mean, come on, we don't we don't want to be like it. We don't want to feel scared all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not fun. It's not fun. Um, no. So, yeah. So I think that there's I just think there's a lot of layers like you were saying, mm -hmm. and I think it's worth it to look at your own path towards healing on your own and maybe find some professional support. See if maybe your partner will go to couples counseling, um, you know, trying to effectively communicate in a healthy way, maybe read up a little bit more about boundaries and what effective communication looks like and mm -hmm. see if your partner would be willing to read about stuff like that too. That's the biggest, I think, ways to predict success when it comes to couples is if both are really willing to put in the work for each other and mm -hmm. and really be open to it um that's really what love is i think and i think about when i start date when i'm dating and stuff like that's what i've learned through all of my relationships too is like i just want to find someone who i feel safe with who will like see all my vulnerabilities and see me cry and maybe have a panic attack or like freak out, but still love me and know that it's like, okay, this is something you're going to be okay. But then there's a million other awesome places, awesome things about me that, you know, they love every part of me and mm -hmm. never, ever make me feel like they're judging me and never yeah. feel like what I'm expressing is too much for them. That was a huge limiting belief that I've had for so long of my life is that I'm too much. Always. And you, oh and you almost find yourself like changing, trying to change who you are to accommodate them. Oh my God. Every which relationship will I've lead done to that. so much unhappiness. I will not do it again in my next one, which will probably lead me to be married. I really think the next relationship I'm in, I'm going to get married. I really, really do believe it. But yeah, it's like you, you, it takes a long time. And so, you know, this might be a hard pill to swallow, but maybe this isn't the right person for you. You know, that's just a real reality check there too. Yeah. You know, just like, it's not, not, nothing is I like- a lot of people, I know sometimes you get sad about being single at 43, but I think that there's so many people who are married and they're like, my, my feelings are just not validated ever. And they live with so much anxiety and sadness. I know a lot of those types of couples. Yeah. It's not I'm funny. Sure. Sorry. It's actually yeah, no, really no, sad. especially no, I know, because at your age you have the women and they just start when they get together with their friends, it's like they're just always talking bad about their husband. And not even that. Sometimes they're just like not even ever with them. They don't like, it's like, they don't like them. Like I, sometimes I think to myself, you know, do you guys like each other? <laughs> and yeah. I understand that things change in marriage. I'm not, yeah. I know you're married. I haven't been, I'm not going to pretend like things change. There's different seasons of relationships and things get hard. I totally get it. But I think 
when when there's I think what you're saying about not feeling like someone is there for you in a yeah. way that really appreciates you and all of you and, and, and wants to listen to those vulnerabilities, wants to know about how to help you mm-hmm. and is sensitive to that, not insensitive, you know, is sensitive to your needs, then that is so healthy. And that is that does predict long relationships, according to research, yeah. you know. Um. So hopefully this kind of gave this listener a little bit of insight. And I know that it's scary to think about these things, especially with relationships, you know, Um, because your person, like there's also so much emphasis in the person you're with romantically, you know, and Mm -hmm. your partner. And sometimes there can be a lot that we unload on them. And it really is good to have a support system outside of just your partner too. So whether it's a yeah. therapist or your friends, really trying to be be really trying to learn the language of feelings, and maybe start with exp- starting to express your feelings with your friends too. Yeah. You know, like, hey, can I talk to you about how I'm feeling? Just really practicing that because the more that you actually use feeling words and talk openly about your feelings, it gets so easy. Now I, I like to people- talk about them all the time and everyone's like, Ali, shut up. I know you're sad. I'm like, okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think a lot of like, one, I'm proud of that person for messaging us and telling us how they feel. But like, I think a lot of people find shame in telling your friends, like not talking bad about your husband. I don't really like the wives who are like, oh, my husband's so lazy. He's so like boring. I'm so over. It. Not like that kind of talk, but just oh. saying like, my husband's like, my husband doesn't validate me. Like, it, am I crazy for feeling that way? Like that I'm not being validated. Am I, is this something I should allow in my life? Like getting perspectives from other people, because I'm sure like when she submitted or who she, he, whoever submitted that uh, question, um, I'm sure they, when they said it, like, I don't feel like they, the way they message it to us, I don't think that they were expecting us to be like, is this a marriage you're happy in? Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes those, sometimes your friends ask you the really hard questions and you need that. Especially as people pleasers. Yeah. Like just people are people pleasers. And so this woman was basically asking, what can I do? What can she do? Yeah. Right. It's like, what can I do so that my, my husband Husband is comfortable, happy. Right. (laughs) I know. And, and, it's and, like, and probably when she wrote that, it was just like, it was coming from such a place of like, she's trying so hard. 100%. And that that's what makes me sad is like, she's bending over backwards when she doesn't deserve to. No. And, and of course, there's always things that we can all work on as evolving ourselves. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, for her, it could be just learning more about her own patterns and her own yeah. limiting beliefs and her own intrusive thought patterns and like learning how to talk about feelings openly, going to a therapist. That is all stuff I think she has control over. Mm-hmm. We don't have con- much control over other people. They they want and are motivated to work on themselves and their relationships or they're not. And hopefully this, hopefully your partner is, I really hope so. Anyway, we really love this question, and yeah. uh, I hope that I hope that this was helpful for for many people. Um, I think even just processing this for myself, it was yeah. so helpful. You know, um, in any type of relationships too, not just romantic, even with mm-hmm. like family. 
right? And like friendships, just the communication and being able to talk openly about things. It's really hard. It's really hard Mm -hmm. for so many people. Um, But yeah, I loved it. And we're going to do more like this. We'll have another Q&A probably next month. You know, we're trying to do it once a month. So Mm -hmm. do a couple more questions in one of our episodes. But we do love to answer one one question. I feel like I love this. So maybe we'll... We'll see how it goes. But we have some great guests coming up, um, some good topics we're going to talk about in the next couple weeks. We're talking about driving anxiety. Um, we're talking about, hold on, I just wrote a bunch of different topics that I'm so excited about. Um, things those with anxiety secretly do alone. Love that. Um, how to care less of what people think of you. Mm-hmm. Um, what to do if you have both anxiety and depression. Um, do you have anxiety about making decisions? All of those fun topics we have coming up. All right. Any last words, Miss Taylor? Nope. I just hope that everybody knows that they deserve love and respect in life. I love it. 100%. All right, y'all. We love you. Please leave us a review and subscribe. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.